this week we are jumping into a, a brand new horror film, um, a film that explores trauma and mental health and healing those traumas and how those traumas can follow you around in the form of a smiling demon that takes over your body and then kills you. Of course, I am talking of the new horror film, Smile. Um, a film that stars Sosie Bacon, uh, Jesse T. Usher, Kyle Gallner, uh, Cal Penn, Caitlin Stacy, and Rob Morgan. Um, it's a lot to discuss in this film. A lot of good scares. And so, let's begin, Zach. Well, before we begin, Hunter, oh, don't, yes. you, don't you know how this works? No, I have I, to I, ask I'm you new. the question. <laughs> your first day. But is Smile good? Okay, now let's begin. Okay. <laughs> but is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome. Hello. It's spooky month. Spoo- spoo- spooky, spooky month. month. <laughs> it's spooky Ooh. month. It's the Welcome to Mr. Mash. <laughs> we did the mash. It was a midnight snack. Smash. Snash. Smash. Midnight snack. It's a midnight snack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, welcome to episode 92 of But It's a Good Podcast. I am your host, Hunter Callahan. And I am your host, Zach Olson. I don't know why I said my name weird. <laughs> it's spooky month. We I'm acting why spooky. Do you do any- why do you do anything, Zach? Why do we do anything? Why do <laughs> why does this whole thing exist? <laughs> because we just needed an outlet, I guess. I'm trying to move. No, I mean like the universe. It could just be oh, chance. It could be God. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, this no, is the But Is It Good <laughs> podcast, and we're going to talk about movies because Welcome that's more important the w- <laughs> than the metaphysical <laughs> questions. Of Welcome the to. W- what is the point, podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, is the point? That one's um, going to drop on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, real quick, um, before we say anything, I'm actually going to get this off the top now. Please like and subscribe and share and tell your friends and leave a review. Leave some stars. Leave some comments on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. Wherever you listen to your podcast, please let us know how you feel about it. Please. Even if you hate it, that's fine, too. Please. 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 Liz. Okay. Um, cool. Zach, how's life before we jump in? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I am. I'm living. I'm loving. I'm hanging out with my pup. How's getting she doing? A, getting a pup. She's doing great. She's doing really, really great. Uh, she's learning to sit. She's learning to uh, shake, lay down, uh, come when called. Um, I wish I could come on command. <laughs> Four minutes in, man. Come on. I I almost did say this. I I let it go. I let it go. And you had to bring it back. Anyway. anyway. I, I cracked myself up. I'm 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 over here laughing. Oh god, that was good. That was funny. But she's doing well. She's doing well. She I'm just glad. needs a lot of attention. 
you know, we're yeah. trying to become independent. So right now she's off her leash and I'm not like directly playing with her. She just got up from a nap and we went potty and she had lunch. So we'll see how it goes. Just chilling. That's good. How are you? How is life for you, Zach? Oh, I'm good. But my life is the p- puppy. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> is that right <laughs> now my life is the sense. puppy. Uh, for that is prob- how it is. Probably for a couple of months, you know. Yeah. So that's oh, how I'm doing. Geez. That's it, when you ask me how okay. I am, I'm going to talk about my dog. That's <laughs> true. Fair <laughs> enough. I get it. I get it. How are you? That's and then good. here's your chance to talk about your son. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I am currently pulling double duty, which I'm I'm happy to. Um, Hannah's going out for a little bit, and so Hollis is snoozing. He has graduated to one nap, <gasps> which is very exciting, but also kind of sad for us because that <laughs> his naps are also like when we get stuff done because he's asleep. right. So now he's napping in the middle of the day. Is he? Is he um, like? Can you put him in a playpen and just let him do his thing, or does he need to? Yeah, that was just like thirty minutes ago or so. Okay. Well, actually, no, about maybe like an hour ago. Because okay. so he started, he's on a new schedule where he's having three bottles instead of four, and he's on like yeah. having like an earlier lunch. And so from like eleven to like eleven thirty, I was helping Hannah with, with the shoot, and he yeah. was just chilling in his playpen. We were good. This morning, me and him went went out and had breakfast and had pancakes, and then we went for like a Ooh, almost an hour walk together. We've had like a we have had like a I call him Baba. We have like a Dada Baba morning. It's been very nice. Good. That's and good. And uh, yeah, just you know, it's been, been I'm home for the next couple of months, which is nice. And so just mm-hmm. trying to catch up on life and things are good. Things are good. And going to Braves game tonight, which we'll discuss that later. But I'm excited. yeah, it is exciting. Uh, but I'm good. But I'm a little I'm worried good, because. <coughs> so this last, is bra- this is oh, this is a bit. Well, but this isn't this doesn't do, do with okay. the Braves. This right. is about okay. you. Right. Okay. Okay. It's about you. So last postseason, I think you went to two games. No, just one. Just one. Well, okay. And they lost. And they lost. So I'm worried because <laughs> whenever you yes. go to a, a an important game, they lose, and you're oh, going no, tonight. I've gone. I've gone to th- two games this year. Mm-hmm. And they've won both. Yeah, I was there at one of them, so my luck rubbed off on you because I've gone to like I've gone to like twelve, and they've won ten of them. You got in twelve games. Yeah, dude, I'm getting a I'm getting a partial <laughs> season tickets next year. It's gonna be it's dude, I think it's a awesome. tw- twenty seven game package. So yeah, nice. It's gonna be great. Heck yeah. Well, yeah. So we'll discuss a lot of brave stuff coming up later, but that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about Spooky Month. Spooky Month. So we dropped the uh, the schedule for October. Mm-hmm. This past Saturday, and uh, in case you missed it, we are doing Smile this week, and then yes. we're doing Hereditary. Next week, we're going to be joined by the Jacked Up Review podcast, um, and then we're doing The Thing with yeah. our good friend Ethan Williams, mm-hmm. and then we're doing Barbarian. Excited for and that. I'm excited for all these. but Yeah, then we're rounding it out with on Halloween with Halloween Ends, the new do Halloween do movie. Do 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 so... <laughs> Um, yeah, dude, I'm actually sort of terrified of this month because I was talking to Ethan yesterday and he said that, uh, Hereditary is like truly like one of the scariest movies he's ever seen. Uh, Hereditary is scarier than Smile. Let me just get that out, I, off my chest. Yeah, and I, I screamed like three times in the theater <laughs> like out loud. Uh, I'm excited. If we so, can, if we can plan it, I'd love to watch Hereditary with you because okay, the first time I watched it, you know that, so I'm always, I'm like a, sorry, I know I'm getting off on a tangent, this is going to be quick. You good? I am a, like, you got to be quiet while you're watching a movie, don't be talking, and, unless I'm scared, 
And then I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, no, don't go in there. And during Hereditary, I was talking the entire time, and I pissed off the guy <laughs> that I was watching it with. So now I want to watch it with you to see if you do that. Oh, I totally <laughs> will. Um, but first, smile. So yeah, let's jump in. Um, anything else to add? We good? Ready to, ready to Nothing to add. I'm gonna if I add anything, it's gonna be long winded. So let's talk okay, about the cool. movie. Cool. Let's do it. So, uh, Zach, <clears throat> you can go first. You saw okay. this last night. Your first yep. reaction. Uh, yep. Your theater experience. No spoilers. However, was what you were talking about. How was it for you? My theater experience. I saw this uh, at AMC in Dolby, and good lord. <laughs> Dolby, Dolby will will crank up a horror movie like five notches, in my opinion, <laughs> just because it's so immersive. Um, no, I mean this movie was very scary. This movie scared me multiple times. I will say that there were a lot of those. I think we were talking about this before you saw it too. There were a lot of those like tension building, tension building, tension building. Phone rings, <laughs> those those kind of things. And like if that happens once or twice in a movie, great. You know, haha, you got me, haha. It happened like twelve times in this film. Yeah, it happened a lot in this movie, and so it just felt like they were, I don't know, leaning on that a little bit. Um, I'll say that I thought it was cheesy. Maybe that was intentional. You know, I mean, it, you, leaning into tropes, right? And that's that's a common thing in the horror realm, right? To lean into those tropes. Mm -hmm. Um. I did not like the ending. <laughs> I thought that there was one thing that if they had leaned into it and gone with it, it would have been really cool. Or if they went the other way, it would have been cool. But it seems like they tried to go back and forth. And yeah, so. I would have to say we had a pretty similar experience. I saw this with Chase. God bless him. I'm sure he's listening to this. Okay. Chase, my brother. Oh, I saw this alone, trooper. by the way. Sorry. Yeah. I saw this alone, yeah. and uh, I'd never want to see a movie like this alone again in the theater because I, <laughs> I wanted to, like, scream at somebody, <laughs> you know, or, like, be witnessed, and, and I couldn't. Yes. I, Chase, I mean, God bless him, because he went in. He had not seen a trailer. He's, he, he went in blind. <laughs> he had no idea. He went in blind. He, he knew that it was scary. Like, he yeah. didn't know that. That was all he knew. And I'm so glad he was there because I was <laughs> terrified and I was like yeah. talking to him the entire time. Yeah. I was like checking the Braves game. Like, Let's just check the Braves game real fast to make sure it's just because um, I don't usually see scary movies in theaters. Right. And I will say, while I hated every second of it, I also had a blast. <laughs> like I, I had yeah, a great time. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, so, uh, but as a, as a film, I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I... The, the the last 20 minutes, in my opinion, were by far the weakest. Yeah. Where it sort of, not even like how it ended, like how it ended I thought was interesting, but like how it got there was like, this just turned into a different movie to me. Um, okay. It, that it went in the wrong direction for me in the last 15 or so minutes. But the movie as a whole, I thought was super effective. I screamed out loud probably three times. <laughs> uh, maybe two, however many times, but I really enjoyed that the movie actually said something. It had something. To, it wasn't just like a horror movie for like, oh look, I'm gonna scare you. It was like it had a point. It was trying to talk about something. Had very clear themes. Um, that being said, like I, I think it's not by it's by far not perfect. There's a lot of trippy stuff, but overall, I thought it was really effective. Mm -hmm. um, I was, I was scared. I was. Oh, scared. I was, I was terrified. 
I was yeah. very scared. There were there were times in the theater where I was like, I'm going to wait until the next suspenseful moment, and then I'm just going to go to the bathroom then, so that, so that I don't have to deal with it. Because <laughs> I, I had to pee like, like halfway through the movie. I didn't end up going to the bathroom. I ended up uh, waiting until the I end. I would have like peed my pants. Um, yeah, there was some part. Well, we'll we'll talk about it. But there were some parts that like definitely like made me think okay it's it's past yeah and then i'd like relax and then it was like boom and then, so it definitely got me a few times um but that being said shall we dive into movie in a minute my friend yeah you're up okay. so this is our spoilers segment ahead. spoilers ahoy so if you haven't seen the film uh either you don't care about spoilers this you know moving forward because they're, they're coming they're coming for you they're and coming for you coming for you coming for you or uh, or you up. should or you should pause and go watch the movie and then come back. Can you hear her? Which do uh barely. I can hear okay. like noises. It could be anything. Just so you know, I don't have some sort of like Victorian ghost in my apartment. That is my puppy. <laughs> She's just playing and having a good time and and sometimes she goes, Uh Chase texted me last night. This is a minor spoiler. It says it's not gonna anything, but he texts me, he's like, Hey, are you home alone? And I was like, No, we're out of dinner, why? And he goes, are you sure? And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he, he'll, he'll get the shit scared out of him, right? But then yeah. he'll, like, he'll lean into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he was having fun, hopefully, but I was like, yeah. I, I literally, like, at one part, and I'll tell you what it was, I literally, like, screamed and, like, grabbed his shoulder. <laughs> I was like, no! <laughs> All right, here we go. Movie a minute. You ready? Yeah. Uh, you, you're right. going to have to time yourself, or do you want me I to have... I am. Because there's a delay, gonna, so it's not going to, it's not going to work. Yeah. I've got a timer on um, right here. I'm just, I'm going away from this screen, so hopefully it doesn't mess up. Okay. Um, all right. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to okay, watch you is, do this. This is Smile, in a movie in a minute, in three, two, one, go. Okay, we meet, I don't even know her name, Claire? Is it Claire? It's Sosie Bacon. She's a therapist at a, at a mental hospital. Um, <clears throat> she sees, you know, patients that are having a hard time. This girl comes in, she's freaking out, talking about this thing that's following around. It looks like people that she knows, has some crazy smile. Uh, she's trying to calm her down, but then she freaks out and gets possessed, I, you know, I, I guess you could say, kills herself. And then, uh, so see, I don't know her name, main girl starts uh, seeing things around, starts seeing, you know, people smiling at her. It's really creepy. She starts investigating um, with her ex-boyfriend who's a cop and finds that there's like this chain of people who have like they witness trauma and then it latches onto them and then like a week later they kill themselves and it's all this crazy stuff. So eventually she's, you know, spiraling out of control. She goes to her uh, childhood home to face her mother who like died when she was a kid. It's her main trauma. She confronts the demon, thinks she wins, just kidding. She gets possessed and then she burns herself alive and it passes on to her ex-boyfriend. Mm. That's it. Perfect. That was a minute. That was a minute. Awesome. What was the girl's name? I feel so bad. I don't even know her name. Her name was uh, Rose. Rose. I said Claire. <laughs> yeah, you, you said, I think it's Claire. Uh. <laughs> Wait, who's Claire? I don't think there's a Claire in this movie. Unless that's, her, <laughs> that's not her sister. Her sister's Holly. No. No, there's no I'm, Claire. I'm, oh, well. <laughs> there's no Claire. All right, cool. <clears throat> Shall we? Let's do this. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So right off the top, you texted me, actually, right when you started watching the film. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let me unplug this light real fast. Hold on a second. The score of this movie was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. Because we, like, the first we hear, like, little sounds, and I was just like, I want to go home. <laughs> I was like, I want to go home. Um, but we open up with her dead mom on the bed, right? She, Yeah, she's dead at that point. You're right. Yeah. Um, and we see Rose. Rose. <laughs> not, As a child. Not Claire. Not Claire. Uh, like walking into her. the room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you want to attack this? Do you want to go through or you want to talk about like what worked for you or like what because the first I mean the first hour I mean first hour or so for me is really strong yeah no same so we get that little like opening montage uh it sets this film up to me as like a oh this is about trauma right a lot of horror Mm -hmm. movies are about trauma um so we see the little girl and then we cut to Rose so oh it's probably that's probably the little girl right cool yeah they did a good job with that then we, you know, we get introduced to her as a therapist. Um, I want to talk about Laura. Yes, the That's, first girl with the smile, right? Yeah. So she she comes in. She's like s- strapped down to the. Is it called a gurney? The thing called a yeah ho- hospital bed gurney, whatever. Yeah. Um, and she's brought in. I just want to say. I just want to say, uh, Athena like is laying down. Is like she laying perfectly over your shoulder. So I can. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she knows what she's doing. Anyway, go on. Yeah, she says, we see her get wheeled in. She's like, yeah, she's like manic. She's freaking out, um, and no one believes her. And Rose, who's a therapist, who's trained to deal with such things, isn't listening to what she's saying, and she's trying to tell her, like, you know, this might seem real, but it's not. Yeah. Same thing that she was telling, uh, who's the harmless guy, the the guy that's like, they're going to kill me, they're going to kill you, they're going to kill them, they're going to kill my mom. <laughs> Do you know um, what I'm talking about? Is that Carl? Yeah. Yes, it is Carl. Okay. Yes. Um, he's like, I don't matter. She doesn't matter. Like, Oh, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, I don't matter. She yeah. don't matter. My mom doesn't matter. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. No one matters. Yeah. Um, nothing matters. Uh, so she... What do you need? What you doing? Do you actually want to... Hold on one second. Amos is talk about the movie barking at the door. Let me go let Amos okay. in real fast. Okay. Two seconds. Who's a pup pup pup? Who's a pup pup pup? Who's a pup, pup, pup? Who's a pup, pup, pup? All right. Atina. Proceed, Zach. What was I saying? You want to talk about, you want to talk about Laura? Yeah. So um, <clears throat> Rose isn't believing her, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm about to die, and no one believes me. Freaking out, right? That sets the stage, because that happens to Rose later on, right? Where Rose yes. is like, no one believes me. Uh, my dead yeah. cat was in a box. Uh, all this stuff's going on. Oh, Everyone dude, thinks it was me. that scene was rough. Let me just say, and and now we're jumping, but let me just say yeah. that anytime I watch a horror movie and there's an animal, 
I draw the line and I say, if anything happens to that cat, <clears throat> I'm out. Something happened to that cat. Well, what's funny is that I did. I didn't even see that coming. Oh, and I did. Like, and it, I, I absolutely it, saw it coming. Really? Like it, and it, and it wasn't even like a jump scare, but like, that's just. And yeah, and I don't think it's it's not to the detriment of the film that I saw it coming, but uh, they had the dinner right with Holly and her husband. Yep. They're both kind of gross. I don't like either of them. Yeah, they stink. Um, they stink. That's right. They're buttheads. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they were talking about the birthday. She can't go to the birthday party. But then she, you know, her boss is like, take a week off. Don't work. Oh, she can go to the birthday party now. She goes and buys the present, all this stuff. And there are certain points in the film where it seems like things are too good to be true. Like she's in this like gap in between the bad things happening. Uh, it happens at the end of the film when she goes and talks to her ex, right? And it just seems mm-hmm. like like the music is is a certain way and the I feel like there's like a color filter on. Um I have a theory about that. I think that's like when like it's messing with her mind and she thinks that good things are happening, but I think she's actually I think she's actually doing bad things in the real world. Okay. Um and but when that's happening, you know, and she gets the present and everything's all perfect. <clears throat> Anyways, when she's like walking to the party with the present and we know that her cat is missing, I'm like, cat's in the box. Cat is, cat's in the box, in the man. Box? What's in the box? What's in the box? It's a cat. Yeah, that was just, but like also, then she falls and like her arms. Oh, God, dude. That was man, that like, was a scene. That was a and, scene. I haven't seen something like that since like, Hereditary. Oh, wonderful. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> but she's just, and you, I felt for her cause she's trying to like, she's trying to say like, something's wrong, something's wrong. Like yeah. it's real. And no one's just there's like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Right. Um, even in the scene of like with her fiance who ends up being kind of a dick. Yes. Um, she's, she's spot on with him. He's, everything's yeah. good when everything's good. Like yeah. even at the beginning like, when, when she's like, I had a rough day, he doesn't really know how to, he's just like. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> pat, pat. Yeah. They're there. Um, and that's such a real thing, too, because so this film, I think, does a really good job of, like, really translating it to saying this is about real trauma that you carry. Right. And you have to share it with somebody. Yeah. You know, um, it actually is interesting, and I want to get your thoughts on, like, what it's trying to say, like, the ending, because it, it is a sad ending, I think it's trying to set up for a, a sequel franch- franchise, oh, like a yeah. like a keep I mean, going, probably, keep it, probably. Um, keep it moving. Let's like, keep the money rolling in. She, she tries to share her, what's happening to her with her, the person that she thinks is you know like loves her and she loves whatever, and he's kind of like, I don't want to handle, I don't want to touch this. Right. Let me call your therapist. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting, and then it shows. But also, in a weird way, shows what can happen when someone does come in and say, "Like, I want to carry this with you," because, like, with her ex, it does get he gets wrapped up in it, right? But that, that's also like what a relationship is. Anyway, that's not the point. Well, maybe it's the point, but I think it does a good job of showing like what isolation kind of does to you. Okay, because her. <coughs> She thinks, oh, if I just stay away from everybody, that'll keep everyone safe. And it's like, actually, it doesn't even work. It just makes you, like, 
more vulnerable to it. That makes sense. That's an interesting theory. But but I was saying like at the end it does. It seemed like she was doing some really really cathartic stuff there at the end when she was alone. Yes. When she yes. was like and up on the meditative mountain, if you will. Yes, and I think in a sense of showing that she had to be the one to confront it. That is but it necessary. Didn't, that sh- she but it didn't work. It. But let's but not get work. to the end yet. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like that's the climax, right? Yes. That's like if I was um, able to come on command, that's where we would it'd be. <laughs> that'd be the ending. So. Let's anyway, so let's back to Laura. <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna say? What were we gonna say? Uh, about Laura. Yeah. I was going to say. Well, I was just gonna talk about how no one believed her and and all this stuff's going on. Okay, um, gotcha. And then think of that death? Rose uh, witnesses that death witnesses the death, and she's obviously traumatized. Uh, I hate. I can deal with a lot of stuff. I can deal with a lot of like gore, but the slow cutting when you can hear the flesh, you know what I'm talking about, and you see the blood just like squirting out. That yeah. is is hard for me to look at. Um, it, it uh, reminded me of the arm in Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Same thing. Out. I was just like, <laughs> Same thing, because it's a slow cut, right? Yeah, that was brutal. That was gross. I thought Laura as a character was was really effective in showing the, like the desperation, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, kind of went through. Um, and then what is it? Is it that night that she sees? Is it her mom for the first time in the corner? Uh, was that her mom or was that Laura? I thought it was I Laura. It was, I thought it was Laura too, but then it's looking Laura. back, I was like, maybe it was her mom. Okay, no, Laura. that was Laura because it was in the, she was in the same clothes. So it's okay, supposed gotcha. to, like, from the get-go, it's supposed to be, like, recognizable things, right? Like, you've got Laura, and then you have um, uh, Carl, when, when she goes back to the hospital and, and Carl's yes. smiling at her. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's just a mind game. All this is, is mind game stuff. Uh, yeah. And then later on, as the movie progresses, like there's one night where she's listening to the recording yes. and she like cr- cranks it up and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing this? You know, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> That's the one where I yelled out loud. Because I was like, I I was like, oh, it's saying Rose. It's saying Rose. And I was like, yeah. I was her. I was, I was like, I wanted to listen and I didn't, oh, dude, it cut back. And like, was that her mom? Like by her face? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, I'm pretty dude. sure that was her mom because that one looked nope. different. So nope. that, that reminded me like, of like, um, have you seen like Insidious in the, the movies? Like in oh, a long, long time ago, yeah. Yeah, so there's there's scares like that where it just like cuts back and there's like a face next to the face. That mm. kind of stuff is terrifying to me. <laughs> well, see, what's funny is like, and this is... Uh, um, first off, have I shown you the, the, the like Instagram reel where the guy's like watching a horror film with a, with a film major? Have you seen that before? No, I don't think I've seen that. Or Send it to me. The guys, he's like, <laughs> oh, he, he like pauses it and he goes, well, I keep pausing it cause you keep closing your eyes and he goes, oh, you're scared of insidious. Oh, okay. No, this is not a scary movie. <laughs> then I feel like that would be us. But anyway, um, I, I was scared of Insidious when I saw it. I was like, also like, I don't know, sixteen. Yeah, that 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 came out a long time ago. Anyway, this film does such a good job, and a lot of films do this, of like framing the shot 
yeah. in a way that makes you expect it, right? Where it's like she's opening the fridge. Oh, yeah. 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 From the side where you know when she closes it. There's going to be you're something like there. Ready. And then and there's then, nothing there. And it's never there. And then the one time you're like not looking for it, boom, there it is. No, because I was looking for it the entire, like the whole. <laughs> well, yes. The whole shebang. Saying, like, when, <laughs> when she was listening to the audio, yeah. it was framed differently. And I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. And it scared the shit out of me. That that probably got me the worst. That scare probably got me the worst. Where I like yelled out loud. Yeah. Um, I but, thought something interesting that happens. Uh-uh. Hey. Uh-uh. Come here. She was chewing on cables. She can't be chewing on cables. Come on. (laughs) Come over here, and then I'm going to tell them what's interesting. But right now, you're interrupted. Not right now, you're interrupted. Athena. Do we need to start drinking, like, Athena beer? Hell, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to get some Athena Paradiso. So we'll have have a shot of whiskey and then an Athena Paradiso to wash it down. (laughs) Right? Perfect. All right, what's interesting? Uh, what what was really interesting to me was the night where she hears talking in her bathroom. Yes. Right. And rather than it, it's it, like it come says here. like, come here, yeah. It's like come over here or something like that. And rather than like freaking out or running or anything, she turns off the lights and just like covers her ears. And then you see the thing standing there, right? Yeah. But it doesn't like it's not aggressive towards her. Like nothing happens that night, right? She's just like freaking yeah. out, and then it cuts to the next morning. That was interesting to me because it seems like it is a mental thing that can be managed, right? So, on that same note, well, two things. One, that that shot, you know, of her like laying, and then and with in the background. I think it's Claire in the background. Who's Claire? You mean Laura? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I think it's Laura. So, uh, so I thought that was her mom. I I, I thought at that point it was maybe mom. it was. It's hard to it's hard to see, but there's a figure in in a doorway, which is one. Literally, dude. Literally, it cut to like her in the bed, and literally as soon as it it showed that shot in the framing, I looked at Jason, at Jason and I said, "Close the fucking door!" <laughs> like, close the door. Well, but. Oh, you mean when she gets in bed and it's not? Yeah, yeah. It's not scary yeah, yeah. yet. It's just a normal yeah, night. I was just yeah. like. Turn on the light and close the door. <laughs> um, anyway, two things. That framing. What? <laughs> I do this thing when I'm trying to get her attention. I'll go like, <laughs> but I just, <laughs> I just get kiss the microphone. The microphone. <laughs> um, you you got through point one, and then what was point two? I'm sorry. Actually, that was like the the that was like the preamble. So I haven't even gotten to point one yet. Okay. The first thing is, um, just like a comment on it, I loved the framing of that. And then also when she saw, I think it's sh- she saw Laura um, mm-hmm. the, that first night. And then when she like saw the person at, out, like, out the window, yeah, you know, like far away, those kind of things. I love that kind of horror because it reminds me of like Hill House. Which is okay. like I think by far like one of my favorite horror series ever. Well, Haunting of Hill House. I wanted to talk about the Haunting of Hill House because it's also deeply about trauma. Yes. Um, but I, but I was I gonna ca- say. Yeah, go, go on. No, okay. you go. What I was gonna say is, what I love about that film is that, and this one is not quite the same because it's a little more pronounced. But that film hides so many ghosts. Right. And you don't even know it. And I love that that they don't even bring attention to it. It's just like you see it in the corner. You're like, oh, shit, there's something. Right. And so I loved that that framing of just like, she's just there. And there's this thing just here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even doing anything. It's just here. 
Yeah, that kind of horror is terrifying to me as well. I think that there should be more movies and shows where the scary thing is there, but th- there's no reaction to it. Because yeah. that's what would terrify me. Not like if yes. something jumps out at me, I could defend myself. But if something's just yeah. watching me, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> that gives me existential dread, man. Yeah, like imagine dude. if there was something like up in the corner right here, right now, and I didn't know it was and there. You just have no idea. Like now I'm looking at like now I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> but that's dude. that 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 is scary. I agree. Yeah, and it's like I got home the night and I was like closing up the house and putting the dogs in bed and I was like mm-hmm. I could very easily visualize on the far end of the like far end of the room just seeing right. something and being like it's not there but like that image in my head is just like I'm terrified now. Right. But I was gonna say, um I forgot what point two was. <laughs> oh, no no. So you said that y- it seems like maybe it's like a mental thing that can be handled. So well, because because theory, she she just you know s- s- closes her ears and you know yeah she isn't like gonna let it in. She acknowledges that it's there, but right. turns away. And her therapist said it's like one quick line that I think is so crucial is she's saying like you have some wounds that are not fully healed, and she even says these wounds I might not ever fully heal, but mm-hmm. you can learn to control them. Yeah. And so that's something that I think is fascinating with trauma where it's like you, there are times when you might not, not ever fully like, you can never go back to the way you were before a traumatic experience. Well, sure. But you can learn to live with it and acknowledge it and not let it stop you. And part of that I think is saying, okay, I have this thing. Here's this thing that's in my life and is going to stay yeah. here. And if I acknowledge it, it makes it... E- so that, I think, was really interesting where she... Maybe that's what yeah, I was trying to say. But maybe not, but... Maybe. it. But I'm not so sure because while I agree that you can never go back to the way you were before trauma, just like you, you can never go back to the way you were before you took your morning dump. Like, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> we're, we're always moving forward. Um, I, I don't think the solution to that is to be cowering in your bed, covering your ears, talking to yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's another way to move forward. So I'm not sure if that was meant to show (laughs) that, you know? Yeah, maybe not. But I was saying like as a whole, so like what, well, we can, we can get there in a minute. Cause I, cause I, that's the biggest question for me at the end of the movie is like, okay, well then what do you do with trauma? Um, But anyway, she starts, she's going through it, man. You know, she's, getting worse and worse and worse and worse and she uncovers this chain yeah so this is where the movie people. shifts i think yeah phase one of the movie like the first hour i would say is is, is phase one and then we go into mm-hmm. phase two and then there's like that 20 minute phase three that we both eh, we'll talk about it but phase yeah. one of the movie the reason it's so strong is because one of the the biggest driving factors in our fear center is like fearing the unknown, right? We don't know what the hell is going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And even when something does happen, we don't understand it, right? Mm -hmm. So phase two of the movie is when we start uncovering and and starting to understand what is going on in the film. This is where it became maybe more interesting, but less scary to me. I think the the beginning of the film was was the scariest part of the film, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Well, that's kind of what happens with, with sort of anything. Um, mm-hmm. I remember like when I was younger watching Predator, which I thought was scary then. You know? <laughs> um, 
but there's definitely like a like a pivot in any sort of these kind of films where or like nope right we're like nope where they yeah. go okay you know what we're gonna go on the offensive then it's not really so much scary as it is just like okay well now it's just gonna be thrilling hopefully yeah um, but I I do think that there are films that that can capture that mystique throughout so like The Shining terrified me the first time I saw it it still terrifies me when I watch it and it really it really leans on that, like, you don't know what the hell, something's going on in the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't really ever get a full explanation other than, like, bad things have been happening for centuries. You know, there was a guy 60 years ago that did bad shit, right? Yeah. So, but nowadays people want explanations, so it makes sense that this film would give them. Uh, but this is where... Yeah, let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about it. And I'll, yeah. You talk and I'll react. How about that? I think yeah, we do well, well no, when we so do like, that. I um, I I enjoyed this, you know, for the most part. I mm-hmm. it's interesting to kind of see what it does to, um, I almost said Claire again, <laughs> Rose's character, <laughs> yeah. because there's this really subtle like back and forth of like determination to figure it out, but also just like this dread of like I'm next, I'm next, right? I'm next, um. You know, like, and then she's <clears throat> told because one person survives it, um, and he did it by killing somebody else in front of somebody else. Somebody had mm-hmm. a witness of him doing something horrible. Um, I want to know what he did. We don't get the details, but the the yeah the, he like the, murders somebody. The guard at the uh, prison was like, uh, he, "Do you know what he did? Do you know you know yeah. blah blah blah?" That kind of stuff. Adds to the the creepy factor yeah. for me, right? Yeah, not like knowing, not not, not knowing, um, and that's interesting. That and so he even says like this thing like it 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 feeds on trauma. Like you have to do something horrible, but somebody has to see it. Somebody has to watch it. Right. Um, oh, by the way, sorry. Yeah. Uh, not only are we getting a sequel, we're probably going to get a spinoff series in Brazil. I think they were. He said, you know. Couple years ago, there was one Wait, in Brazil. Are we getting a Are we getting a sequel? Is that confirmed? I'm sure we're getting a sequel, man. Okay. I'm, I'm sure it's it's killing the box office right now because all the marketing they did and people like scary. Like the marketing was my, great. My 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 theater was full. Yeah, you know, mine wasn't totally full, but it was like maybe three fourths. Okay. Yeah, there were um, a lot of people there to see it when I was there. But anyway, so I'm I'm almost certain we're going to get a sequel, but they're probably going to get a spinoff series too because they're talking about like, oh, it happened in, I think it was Brazil. Yeah, so anyways, you're, continue. You're, you're so right. Um, but she's like uncovering this this thing and her ex-boyfriend is kind of saying like, okay, well, no one's lasted more than a week. All this stuff. He's trying. Um, but, you know, her telling her, him telling her the the guy in prison telling her like you have to do something horrible you got to kill him kill somebody um she really starts to lose it and she right kind of fantasize i don't know if, if fantasize is the right word because it's, it's, it's almost like she doesn't even choose to dream about it but she pictures going into the hospital and stabbing carl well that's another um, one of these like i think she because it, she doesn't immediately go do and do that, right? She um, goes and talks to somebody or something, and then we have the scene where she goes in and she's walking up to Carl and she starts stabbing him, and then uh, what's his name? I'm sorry. Oh, Is it Cal? It's it's uh, it's Cal, Cal Penn, Penn, but 
But Doctor Morgan, I think it's Morgan. Yeah. Um, when Morgan comes in and like rips his face off, and then it's clear that this is like yeah. not actually happening. Oh yeah, that was why he pulled his skin off. That was that came out of nowhere. Yeah. So stuff like that <laughs> doesn't work as well for me when it's like when she starts stabbing him and he just like keeps smiling at her. That that's enough. It's a it's a dream. When she turns around and 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 Doctor Morgan's there and he rips his face off, and they're like, Ugh, you know, it's just like ooh, yeah. spooky. It's it's a little yeah. over the top for me. Those are the things that don't work as well. Uh, it happens a little bit yeah. later in the movie too, where um, when we actually see the thing, or I I don't know if it's yeah. the thing or if it's like a a manifestation of it that's like a mixture of like like a witch and her mom. Like <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but those things don't work as well for me personally yeah so i would agree with you in the sense of um if he you know he's getting stabbed and carl starts laughing and smiling that's creepy that's effective when um yeah when when dr morgan rips his face off i didn't it's almost comical i was just like what the heck yeah what what the yeah so uh i had a very animated theater you know people were like you know the uh when you hear whispers coming from the bathroom, oh hell no! And uh, yeah. what the hell is that? You know things yeah. like that going on throughout the throughout it's the like film. They're, they're, it's not very southern. Yeah, they're <laughs> very southern. Very oh, hell no. Very southern woman that that was was just talking the whole time, and it, I didn't mind it. It gives you a pulse of what people are yeah. thinking. <laughs> but in that scene where she starts stabbing him. And uh, and then he rips his face off, and then it like goes back, and she's in the car, and she's like, "No, uh, <laughs> this woman goes, what the hell is that supposed to mean?" <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, it's a valid question. Um, but yeah, like that, that to me was that was whatever. But that's when she decides and she pivots and says, "Okay, I'm gonna go face this thing on my own by myself because if no one." can see it if no one witnesses it then it can't pass on right right so she goes back to her childhood house throughout the film we've, classic we've kind of over yeah throughout this we've, we've kind of closed over it but she you know she found her mother her, her mom mm-hmm. was a had bad uh alcoholic and was you know abusive and she found her dead and then holly it says that you know she's a holly like got out of the house and left and escaped and all this kind of stuff so that's kind of been brewing so she goes back to her childhood home right and it's revealed that she didn't just find her mother dead she essentially let her die right which is not putting it that's not fair because she's a she's a kid yeah but she didn't call for help and obviously this is this is from her perspective right because this is her mind creating these manifestations at this point so in her mind it's her fault she killed her mom continue yes um, and it's shown that like her mom asked her to call for help. She didn't. She dies. So she so she goes back to her her house and she's like ready to face it. And she's talking. Um, oh, the the one thing that we glazed over is that in the meantime, before I think before going to the hospital, like quote unquote, kill Carl, we do see that this thing is getting more physical. So her therapist comes over. It's not actually her therapist. And like attacks oh, her, and yeah. like holds her up against the wall, and like is saying like it's almost time. Yeah. My question is like, how does she get away from that? And just kind of cuts to the hospital, but whatever. Right. So we those are good. That this, those are good yeah. questions, and they might be. I don't know. Once we start talking about the ending, I have a couple theories. I don't like either of okay. them, 
but I have two theories of what was going on. Okay. Um, but I, I do want to say that the moments where like she's talking to her therapist and, and then she gets a call and it's, yeah. uh, you know, her therapist and she's like, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Or the time when the back door opens, right? Yes. Oh, that's good. She gets, she gets the call from the, uh, alarm people and they're talking like, give you the code and your name, blah, 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 blah. And that was, uh, uh, are you home alone? Are, are you, you home sure? alone? Yeah. Are you sure? Oh man, that gave me chills. That kind of yeah. stuff works really well because it's it's unsettling. It's yes. the in your face like I am a monster stuff that doesn't work yes. as well. Exactly. And so in the end, uh, I, t- I totally forgot about that that whole scene, the whole like alarm scene. Yeah, yeah, terrifying. Was wonderful, great, 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 great scene. Because uh, that's just that's like anybody can be terrified of that. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're home alone and the alarm goes off, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, but did you like notice that her her fiance was like, "Why'd you even have the alarm set?" And he was almost like yes. accusatory. It's like, why the yeah. fuck wouldn't I? Ha- Sorry, why why the heckin' hoot wouldn't yeah. I have the alarm set, man? I'm home if, alone. If I'm home I live alone, out in the woods. Yes. It's nighttime. You're not home because you're working late. Probably cheating on me or something. Get out of here, man. <laughs> and I'm hallucinating. Right. <laughs> the Which he doesn't know on. that at that point. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so. We, uh, childhood house. She she finds her mother. Yeah. And it's like the scenes recreated. Um, and her mom's just like when I saw this, I was just like, nope, nope. Her mom's like sitting at the edge of the bed, just like draped over her knees and her arms yeah. are like dangling. Right. Like of course. Um, but no, it's actually this really interesting, almost cathartic kind of conversation where she's like saying like I asked for help, and she's saying like I was a kid like. Mm-hmm. It's it's what you're supposed to do with trauma and say like this is not real like you can't put this on me I was a child all this kind of stuff. Um, try and own your part of it, but be like I also like didn't know what was going on. I'm ready to let go of this and uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm I understand th- what happened through that conversation right, which is very cathartic. It's very Hill House like. The yes. the last couple episodes of Hill House are like filled with this kind uh, of thing. Everyone uh, deals with their own trauma related to the family yes. and the house, but they all have something like this. So I loved this scene. Yeah. You know, right. and then there's the confrontation with the monster, right? Yeah. She's got the lantern, real, classic. Real quick, real quick on Hill House, go back and watch the bent neck ladies like saga, all that. Yeah. About like how that happens. It's wonderfully done. Um but yeah, so she's trying to come to terms with it and be like, this is like, I can't carry this anymore. But then mm-hmm. the monster guy demon thing goes on the offensive and, you know, she tries to slam the door on it, stops it. Then it gets kind of ridiculous, in my opinion. Well, when it gets all big. Yeah. Where the- she opens the door and like her mom is like 11 feet tall and like disproportionate and like right. ghoulish looking and like just looks kind of like it's scary, but it's like kind of like. Okay, well, yeah, this is fake. I'm not, I'm not afraid at that point in the movie, right? I'm just like, uh. yeah. yeah, I was just like, I was just like, oh, wow, okay. Like, that's the thing is where it's like seeing a figure in the corner, the mm-hmm. alarm going off and the door is cracked, seeing somebody from a far away staring at you, that shit's scary because that's yeah. like your mind can visualize that and it's just real enough. Right, and you're filling in the blanks of what's the worst case scenario? I'm not in a good mood right now. What's the worst thing that that could possibly be? That's what your mind yes. is thinking about, right? 
Yeah. Or it's going through multiple scenarios and it just doesn't know how to compute and it's freaking out. But when you yeah. know when you know what it is and it's like I don't know. It's it's like yeah, grandma like took a- growth hormones, <laughs> you know. Then it becomes like this, okay, well how do I defeat this monster? Because right. when you're when it's there, it's like this is freaky, but it's not like I'm like terrified. It's like that feeling when you've watched a film like this and you're walking up the steps at night and you're like, what's behind me? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, and you just instantly, you just start racing. Your heart starts beating. You're like, what is that? When it's like this, you're like, oh, it's this. Okay. Yeah. What do I do with this? You, so we both grew up <clears throat> in, uh, well, I grew up in Peachtree City, but you grew up in Tyrone right outside Peachtree City. You mm-hmm. had a golf cart. Yep. I remember, speaking of like what's behind me, I remember we were driving the golf cart to to high school like early morning when it's when it's dark, dark outside and feeling like there's something like directly behind me and I'd be like yeah. driving as fast as I could because I was freaking out like <laughs> going all of all of 18 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Early morning trauma before high school, you know, which is already well, traumatic. <laughs> well, like you know the the dirt road to get from Oh, it's terrifying at night. Tyrone. Yeah. Like I remember I like I was on the baseball team in high school and so I'd leave practice yeah. at like 7 p.m. or whatever and like drive right. home takes 45 minutes to get home on a golf cart and so it's dark and you're like driving to this this straight up like dirt road just right <laughs> all you have right not only yeah. that but anyway. dirt road out kind of by where uh one there was a ghost that was like right outside your house Dwayne. uh <laughs> right. but two wasn't there like didn't y'all go camping with with uh the band at one point <laughs> like out like out in that area right and there was something freaky that happened you know what I'm talking yeah, about? It was farther, so there's, it was there's history down. there, right? Yeah, it was farther down. But yeah, and, and actually looking back, that was a fox. We heard a fox. <laughs> foxes sound, sound scary as shit at night. They yeah, scream. they do. They do. We were terrified. Anyway, back to the movie. Yeah, this this whole sequence got a little ridiculous to me. I will say the one part of the film that was effective in the, the last 30 minutes or so was when she, quote unquote, wins. And then she's like, she goes and sees, what's his name? I don't even know what his name is. Uh, um, cop, cop. Joel, Joel. She she goes to see Joel. I thought it was cop, cop, and and cop, cop. She goes to see cop, cop, <laughs> and you know, and she's like, "I just want to crash you. Can you just stay with me while I sleep and just grab whatever else?" And then it's revealed that she didn't. Escape. I'll always that be was, with you. <laughs> yeah, that was effective and that was good. But then it goes back to being this monster, and it's like, okay, this is where um, I disagree. Let me plug in. This is where I disagree with you, Hunter. All right. Um, so if we are going to have this Haunting of Hill House-esque cathartic moment of like, I can't be responsible for holding on to this. Like, it's always going to be a part of me, but like, you can't blame me. I'm not at fault, you know, and, and all this stuff is going on. They have that conversation and then she confronts the thing and, 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 and kills it with fire as you do with creepy crawlies. It just seems so like, what was the point of all that? Right. If, well, if so that's, the yeah. whole movie is centered around trauma and you know, every, everybody in the film has gone through something traumatic either earlier on in their life or, Oh, actually. And they witness something directly, you know, someone killed themselves in a horrible, horrible way. And it seems like the protagonist of the film is destined to break that cycle right, as they do in a lot of horror movies, then why have that, like, ultimate moment of, like, catharsis and healing only to have the thing say, ah, 
not really. And then she lights herself on fire, you know? So that is the, that is what I was going to ask you. That is the big question because I don't have an answer. Well, I think if you're going to do the twist and be like, okay, haha, just just kidding. She's dead. I thought it was done well. I think to, to me, if you're going to do that, I would, I would keep it the same minus the stupid monster. That's my thing. Okay. Find a different way to do it because, like, when it, when it goes back to being in the house, her mom like tears her skin off and reveals like the actual the true demon. And it's got like eighty five mouths, and she like crawls. It was this weird scene where she like opens Rose's mouth unnaturally uh-huh. wide and like tries to like claw. It's like that the inverse the, of the it thing where it opens its mouth and it's got the three lights. This was like the inverse of that where it's like going into yeah. your mouth. Yeah, that to me, I was like this. Is dumb. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The monster. I thought it looked stupid. I didn't like the big monster thing. I think having her burn herself alive was like okay. Now it's the thing is is like what maybe I'm an old fogey when it comes to my horror films. But if they're gonna be about trauma, there has to be healing at the end, right? Well, I was gonna say what I think it does. What I what I feel like happened is that I feel like they were mandated to say okay, I actually set up a sequel. Because what it does, <clears throat> sorry, Hollis was moving. I'm watching him. What it does, I know that that we're almost done anyway. <laughs> what it does is it undermines the message. Yes, it does. Because, Thank you. Because then you say, okay, well then, shit, what's the point? Because if you can't right. escape it, what are you gonna do? So I do think the ending does actually hurt the theme of the film. I think so too. Um, I think it does feel like a hey, they want a sequel. Um. So make sure you have a cliffhanger. Right. And um, what what is it? Is it is like it a demon? I don't know. So that's the thing, is that we still don't have like there's still certain things that are unknown, like what the hell is it? That's like the big thing. But we get these details that seem unnecessary, like the the mouths, all that kind of stuff. But when they're in the house and they're fighting, after the cathartic conversation with her mom, she's like, You can't escape your mind. And then she has this realization like, oh, it's my mind. Neither can you, right? And she, that's when she like lights it on fire. Great. That's awesome. Gain control of your trauma, right? But it's undermined because this thing has like a, like a just kidding card. It's like, if you kill it, it can just like reset and be like, no, that was a dream. I was, you're dreaming. Um, so, so what is it? What does it do? How does it pass from person? Is it airborne? Is it, is it like influenza? <laughs> so that's the thing is that I feel like that's the problem with like, in my opinion, with sequels, unnecessary sequels, is because now you got to explain shit. Right. This yeah. If you'd left it, if you'd left it unknown yeah. and then she defeats it. Awesome. But now. Even if, yeah. Like, but even if you do the, the giant, crazy, scary mom, that can just be the, the manifestation of her trauma. And you mm-hmm. don't reveal this crazy monster demon. Right. You can if you cut that out, it's a good standalone story of saying what to do with trauma and like how to fight it. Right. And you don't have to explain it because it's trauma. You right. Don't have to be like, it's oh, trauma. It's actually a That's monster. right. Um, so I do think the I think that they fumbled the ending. I think it really. I mean, it just to me it undermined what they were saying. It was like, yeah, hey, you have to face it on, and then nothing else happens. You're gonna get killed anyway. Right. Like, that's frustrating. Um, which sucks because I think the film was really great up until then. It was. Sorry, Hollis is moving again. Stay asleep, stay asleep, stay asleep, stay asleep, stay asleep. 
Oh, his eyes are open. Here, if we oh, just push okay. through. He can he can be good. alone for 20 yeah. minutes, right? Hang tight, buddy. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's that's how it ends. Um, I guess, Zach, we can, we can wrap it up. Uh, it's at 75% fresh mm-hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, what do you think? But is Smile good? It's good, yeah. It's good. I'm supposed to ask you, by the way, but it is oh, good. Sorry. You still can. But the the tropey stuff that, you know, like I, I was saying before we started, that there are certain tropey things that you lean into because this is horror and they've been done, and it's just like you know that's that's what you do in horror nowadays. You lean on what's been done before because people mm-hmm. like that, like those jump scares and stuff. But it gets a little heavy-handed with that stuff. I didn't like the ending. So it's not it's not a great horror film. It scared me. I had a good time in the theater, but yeah, <laughs> it's, I'd, I'd have it in the seventy range. Okay, cool. Um, I would agree. Actually, I think seventy five is pretty appropriate. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it's good. I would not say it's incredible or amazing. I think it's effective. Right. But I think it undermines its message at the end. I think so too. And I think, but I mean, that, that, that being said, I think technically it's wonderfully shot. The score is fantastic. Good performances. Everybody's committed. Yeah. Um, I so don't overall, know I if, it's I don't know if Kyle Gallner, the guy that plays Joel, if he's going to be as, as um, captivating as a protagonist. I just, I don't know. Yeah. He, he seemed like a, like, uh, he's been a lot of stuff that I've seen. Um, yeah. I don't want there, I don't need there to be a sequel. I don't want there to be a sequel. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I think overall it's good. Um, I think a 75, like I said, I think that's kind of right on the money. It's not like an A+. Plus. It's like a C. It's passing, and it's fun. It's, it's passing. It'll get you through college. But it's Somebody not, hates it. Somebody hates it. That's right. So so that segues us into the next segment, which is every, every movie sucks. Every movie sucks. Every movie sucks so bad. They every movie it. sucks. Every movie is trash. Let me pull up. I thought I had it pulled up, but I didn't. Um, I didn't either. Crap, here we go. All right, so reviews. Let's find some shit reviews. Here we go. Um, lowest. Here we go. Uh, half star from Priya. This was the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> be, a, be a bit more specific than that, but whatever. Damn. Um, Let's see. Here's one. Half star from RY. This was so corny. I thought it would be kind of fun and good because it was like a combination of The Ring and Truth or Dare. But no. So predictable and just plain bad. And the ending was akin to A24's Men during that weird little moment when (laughs) he said, and that movie also sucked. That's the thing is that it seems like with horror films, the endings are just tough because they can just get sort of like ridiculous. Yeah. Also, this well, is, because this is, you can't oh, have sorry. just like a, a classic ending, right? Yeah, I see two back-to-back comments saying, "Just go watch It Follows," which I've actually heard is really, really great. Okay. All right, um, I got one. All right. Big Red Tractor says, "So much fantastic build-up. It was like a story about confronting your trauma. Don't let it haunt you." She did. She slowly built up to it during the movie, and she confronted it at the end. She stopped her mother's death from haunting her. And then she fucking dies. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you, yeah. Big Red Tractor. You're right. It doesn't make sense. That. Because there are f- films that are just about like scaring the shit out of you, right? 
It's just yep. like, oh, scary thing, witches, poltergeist, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I couldn't yeah. think of anything else to say. <laughs> it's just like fear, fear, fear. But this movie is about trauma. So it needs, sorry, continue. No, it make this, that, that's, that's the, the weakest part of the film. This says, um, half star from Kenny. I told my mom we should have seen Barbarian. This shit was ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alex, uh, Alexis says, smile, more like pile of poop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this says, half star garbage. Um, let me see here. Let's find one more. Canty says, girls will do anything but go to a therapist. Oh, my God. Come on now. Here's a half star review that said they killed the cat. <laughs> yep. Here's another one. Worst that. rating for killing the cat. Okay, here we go. Um, half star hated this film. The acting was great. Ot 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 had some really good jump scares. Okay, so far you're just praising it. It reminded me of a mix of Nightmare on Elm Street and The Ring, which are two of my all-time favorite horror films. However, I thought the ending was stupid. Okay, but here's the thing: does that garner a half star, or is that like a like a three star. Well, sometimes the ending, sometimes the ending so can can absolutely taint a film to where you're like, oh, I I absolutely hate it. I've mm. seen films where I was on board, on board, on board, and then the ending like taints the whole journey. Right? I don't think that happens in this in this case, but I can see it. Gotcha. I've got one, but there's like 17 f bombs. So <laughs> okay. Um, here we go. So please bear with me here. Okay. Everyone. Half star. Fuck this movie. Fuck whoever made it. This is one of the worst depictions of mental health, uh, a mental illness. It shows no one gives a fuck if you have mental health issues or that there is no hope. She confronts her trauma, but it didn't matter. Fuck this piece of shit. So, yeah. That's the biggest complaint is that what is the point then if she confronts it and then it's just like, sorry, right. you lose. Find one more, Zach, and then we can uh, move on. Uh, da, 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 da. Hollis, Hollis went back <laughs> to sleep, so we're good. It's a, it's a half-star review, but it just says, hot take. I understand Rose personally. That's what it says. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, does that mean that this person watched their parent die? Are they, yeah, or are they, like, seeing the smile? Um, well, there you go. Oh, There's a smile. Here's, oh, here's, one, here's one more. Art Vandelay. Uh, it's, it's a half-star <laughs> review. It's, it says, uh, Cockney 1920s chimney sweep accent. What if we made a horror movie trailer, but it was feature length? <laughs> Brilliant. Perfect. Okay, cool. There you go. There's Smile. Um, it was good. I mean, I had fun. It's spooky month. We're going to get spooky, you know? It's spooky month. Um, it's time for Shindig. Zach, can you give me a quick little theme song, please? Yeah, time for Shindig. We're going to talk about the news. Then we're going to talk about the Braves. And then we're going to drink some whiskey. And then we're going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, talk yeah. about the yeah. Shindigs. Shindigs. Yeah. Cool, news of the week. I have a little bit. Uh, we got a trailer for The Last of Us, which is yet another video game adaption. I think it's HBO. Yeah. Uh, Henry Cavill is supposedly shooting some scenes for The Flash as Superman, but then again, who the heck knows? Get our first look. I think it was like a still image of uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Yeah. Which is yet another one of those films. But apparently the, the last three or four have been really great. So I have only, I think we saw one together years ago. Me, you, and Hannah saw it. Right. And I haven't seen any of them since then. But apparently they've been good. Uh, we get our first trailer for the... Uh, did you just text me? <laughs> Are you smiling? Stop it. <laughs> I'm confused. Oh, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. <laughs> this is all a dream. I'm not really recording. You should tell I people stop. what I did <clears throat> so that they're not just like, what the hell is he talking about? So I got a text on from Zach. On my computer popped up and it said, hey, are you ready to record? Insinuating that I am not actually recording. He's still waiting. This has all been like a fantasy, a dream. And then he started smiling at me through the camera. <laughs> so... What he's doing is he's doing a bit, which is a play on the movie that we just talked about called Smile, where oh. the people smile at them and then they die. That was what he was doing. Oh. It was really effective. That's cool. <laughs> All right, let's continue with your anyway, shindig. We saw the first trailer for the Hellraiser reboot. Yep. Uh, it's kind of controversial because uh, a uh, a female is playing Pinhead in this. Okay. And all the jabronis are all pissed off about it because they're like, oh, he's, he's a guy. You just can't do this. But in reality, in the book, the original book, which I was reading about it, he, Pinhead is described. He's not even called Pinhead, but he's described as an, androm- as, as, as an androgynous, mostly feminine-looking character. So like Ziggy Stardust? So actually they're mad because it's being more faithful to the original book. So those kind of people can just shut their mouths. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, some Marvel news. Here's some good Marvel news first. Deadpool 3 has uh, been given a release date of September 6th, 2024. Okay. And the big news is is that Hugh Jackman is returning as Wolverine. See, is that... that (laughs) Can I be an old fogey here? Yeah, sure. It's the second time I've dropped the old fogey word. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you know why Logan was so impactful? Because he dies and that's the end of his story? Because that's the last time we're going to see him as Wolverine. And it has Just all kidding. this, like, I don't know, catharsis and all this stuff going on. So if you bring him back, it's going to make me like Logan less, man. Dude, it's Marvel. No one dies. Nothing matters. That's <sighs> what they're w- becoming. They are becoming yeah. the cameo-centric. I don't like got it. Come back for a minute. Yeah, dude, it's not good. I don't I like it. My friend- Think back to, like, all the shows back in, like, the 60s and 70s or, or movies or whatever that is, like, cameo-centric, right? And it's like, oh, this person's in that and that person's in this. That's all seen as like super fucking cheesy now. Like it's not considered like yeah. top tier cinema or television, well, right? That's what's happening. So Dude, why are you going sent, back towards that? I sent my my friend Corey a, a, a clip. Marvel posted it, and look, I have not seen any of She Hulk. I'm not saying the, the 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 show is bad. It might be amazing. I've heard it's good. I've also heard that it's kind of cringy, and they they posted some clip that had She Hulk. Um, and the dude who is like the abomination, I forget his name, walking through the street. It essentially became like a weird Prius commercial, but these two ridiculous looking characters were like fighting, and it's like a half like bull person and like a matador looking character. And She-Hulk appears, but dude, the CGI literally looks like I could have made it on like Final Cut. It looks awful. I bet you couldn't have. So I probably couldn't have, but it looks so bad. And it's weird what Marvel's becoming because it, it's look the, the the quality looks horrendous, 
And then the movies are just becoming like, oh, look who's back. It's this guy. Like, apparently Magneto, right. the dude who plays uh, Ian McKellen, apparently is coming back for... And then apparently it's guaranteed that Toby and Andrew are coming back as Spider-Man again. It's like, I don't need this, man. I want good movies. I want good stories. Mm-hmm. Now, another uh, the reason why that one was so impactful to me uh, was because we see Andrew <sighs> and Toby. Sorry, someone's being rude over here. We see Andrew and Toby, and uh, they it's like their last time on the screen as Spider-Man, right? And it's like, oh, yeah. they're gone now. It's the end. Yeah. Why bring them back? Nothing is finite anymore. And and it, and it was because Andrew got the sword out of the stick when it came to Spider Man Two, and he got Spider Man Three got canceled all this kind of stuff. So he got right. his 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 like send off. He got his rap of being like, okay, like now his arc is done. Yeah. Just kidding. There's more. Whatever. It's it's getting really annoying. Uh, speaking of Marvel, there's two more things. Uh, Armor Wars, which was going to be a show with Don Cheadle as like uh, mm-hmm. um, War Machine, is no longer going to be a show. That's going to be a movie. So that's that's cool. That's fine. Great. Um, and then Blade is in a bit of trouble. Uh, Blade was supposed to begin production in about two months. Is Blade the the Kit Harrington sword thing, or is that something? No, different? that's that's Black Knight. Um, okay. <laughs> Blade is this time it's going to be Ma- Mahershala Ali, but it was like okay. Wesley Snipes back in the nineties. He's like kills the vampires and stuff. Uh, okay. But apparently. Mahershala Ali said to be very frustrated with this whole process and that Kevin Feige, this is what it said, says spread himself too thin. So he like played suffering. Uh, The director left the project. Okay. Just left. Like is no longer directing it. He's no longer attached to it. Uh, And the script, which was only 90 pages long, which usually translates about an hour and a half Mm -hmm. uh, length movie, is apparently being rewritten from scratch with a with a writer from Moon Knight. The film's supposed to begin shooting in two months. Yeah, this kind of stuff happens, but it's usually like uh, a film that takes eight years to come out, right? Where it's like, oh, the yeah. director left and they decided to rewrite and all this stuff, and it takes the Flash. years. The Flash. Uh, the Flash. The Flash. Right. The Flash has been announced since like 2015. Okay, it's coming out 2023. But it's crazy, so who knows, man? Right. Who knows? Whatever. But that that's that's the news. There's Shindig. There you go. <laughs> that's that's all the news? Yeah, that's all that. News, news. That was the news. It's the news. Time for the Braves. Right. Zach. Oh, the Braves. Oh, man. Can I tell you oh, about yeah. the Braves? So tell the me. Braves uh, won, have won two games against uh, Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer. We are currently in first place in the NL East. We're tied in the division. So we've got five games left in the season, Hunter, right? Or is it four? No, it's four. It's four. Sorry. We have four games left in the season. If we win tonight's game, we go two games ahead of the Mets, and we have the tiebreaker because we'll be 10 and 9 against them for the season. So if we win tonight's game, we only have to win one game against the Marlins to clinch. That is correct, right? Yee yee. If yes. we lose tonight's game, things become much more complicated, and we'll have to hopefully win out. Yeah. Um, if we lose tonight's game, we'll be tied for the NL East. But, but we'll they'll have, have the have they'll have the, the tiebreaker. So we would have so to win out and hope that the Mets lose a game to the Nationals, or you know, yes, yeah, we yeah. have to win out, and they have to lose one, one, one game. Yeah, 
if we win tonight, we have to just yeah, you're right. Win win we a game. We have to win win a game, and they right. have to sweep the Nationals. Right. Well, even if they sweep, if we win one, it's a it's. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm saying like if they sweep, then they would be, and we win one game, we're tied. We're tied, but we have the tiebreaker, we so tie we're, we're good yes, to go. So tonight's game is the most important game of the regular season for the Braves, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a big f- f- fight, and you're going to be there. You're going to be there live. I'm and so I'm there. worried yep. because last year when there was an important game, and you were like, oh, we're going to be there. <laughs> we're going to watch the Braves <laughs> win. They didn't just lose. They lost bad, didn't they? Well, they lost bad in the sense of, like, that was game five of the World Series, and Adam Duvall hit a first inning grand slam, and then they lost right. by, like, six runs. Yeah, so that's bad. <laughs> they lost yes. bad. <laughs> it was, like, 10 um, to 4 or something. <laughs> yes, but I would like to point out, uh, as Hollis is waking up, so I got to go in just a second, uh, not only had the Braves been doing well, but yesterday the Georgia Bulldogs avoided an upset, and my good old-fashioned – Yellow Jackets, Georgia Tech, a week after uh, firing their coach, beat Pitt in what is, based on the point spread, the biggest upset for Georgia Tech in the past 40 years. So it was a good day for Atlanta sports yesterday. (laughs) Yep. Yes, it was. You just have to just change headphones? Yeah, my AirPods died. So I didn't hear most of what you said, but I heard Georgia Tech at the end. And I was talking about Georgia, Georgia Tech, how like the Braves, Georgia Tech, and Georgia State all won yesterday. Hey, but can we just talk about the dogs did not look that good. They They won by like two or four points, something like that. I think it was four points against Mizzou. Against Mizzou? It was a rough game. After their rough game against Kent State, so yes. they got some. They got some uh, self searching. Yeah. They gotta go find themselves. Anyway, Zach, that was very brave of you. Thanks. It's the bravest thing I've done all week. All right, it's time for whiskey shots. All right. And while we're pouring this, I just want to say, me and Hannah were talking last night, and uh, she asked me, "What is the biggest thing you don't want to be known for in your life? Like, what's the one thing that you want to be like not known for?" Okay. And I said, I don't want to be known. You said your hairline. My hairline, but as an (laughs) unkind person. Okay. And so I want to use this time in honor of sweet whiskey to just say, be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Also, I saw Jack yesterday and I gave him a big old hug. That's good. Did he he claw you? (laughs) He almost did. For those of you who don't know, Jack is whiskey's brother. He lives with my parents. Mm -hmm. Um, Zach, what are you drinking? Uh, Again, I'm drinking Elijah Craig. That's the bottle okay. that I have. I know that you're drinking Gentleman Jack, which is is that my that's my bottle, right? So you're that welcome. That is your bottle, yes. This is dedicated to Jack and whiskey. I saw Jack yesterday. This is Jack. So this is Gentleman Jack, uh, to whiskey. To Jack and whiskey. Clink. Yes. A little bit went down my windpipe. It was a big <laughs> shot because I don't have shot glasses. <laughs> I have glasses. It's also like 1.45 p.m. Ugh. <laughs> okay, on that note. <laughs> Where can they find us, Hunter? They can find us on Twitter at B-I-I-G podcast. Or you can email us and say hello. What films should we do, all that kind of stuff. You can just email us at B-I-I-G podcast at gmail.com. Please say hello. What do you like? What do you don't like? What did you have for dinner last night? Um, 
who, what teams do you like to watch in sports? Where are you from? Yeah. What movies do you want us to do? What's your favorite spooky movie? There you go. Yeah, there you and go. And then you can follow the the, the podcast on uh, Instagram at Bud is a Good Podcast. <coughs> you can find me personally on Instagram at Hunter Callahan Music. You can find Zach at Zach to the number the T H A Future. Um, yeah, that's about it. Um, next week we're going to be doing Hereditary. Mm-hmm. We're going to have uh, the guys from Jacked Up Review Podcast join us. And then also, didn't say this uh, earlier, but uh, I'm not sure when it's dropping, but I know in the middle of this month, we are going to be on their podcast, the Jacked Up Review Podcast. We'll be joining them as a guest on their show to talk about Denis Villeneuve yeah. and his filmography. So we got to watch a bunch, a bunch of his movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's going to be a fun month. I'm excited. We're going to have a fun one in that day. You, you We're gonna have bank it. on it. Oh, yeah. A good one. Got to go in today. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, well, Hollis is still sleeping. He went back to sleep, so I think we, we, we made it somehow. Yeah, and, um, uh, Athena's doing well. Unless I like walk around the corner and there's a big old steaming pile of poop, then I think we be. did good as you well. You never know. It's never know. All right, Zach, well, uh, wish me luck tonight. Good luck and tonight. Uh, Boy, is Hannah, is Hannah coming home? No, what does that mean? <laughs> you said wish me luck tonight. I'm going to the game, and you're convinced that I'm going to cost oh. them the game. Well, you don't need good luck. They need good luck. The Braves okay. need good well, luck. Hopefully. You're just fucking sitting there eating a hot dog. <laughs> you're not doing anything. That's good true. luck. Don't chug on your hot dog. All right, I'll try not to. Big old <laughs> pound of meat down your throat. You're in rare form tonight, aren't you? Tonight, it's 1 p.m. All right, I'm, I'm always in. Up. I'm always. Hey, do you want to get dinner? You're going to be up here. Do you want to get dinner before the game? Um, I'm not going to get there to like five, maybe, but maybe like at the battery. If you want to meet us. Yeah, I can. I can meet you at the battery. That'd be fun. I'm not going to get there to like five thirty. Why are we? Why is this? Why is it being recorded? <laughs> because they need. They need a window into our lives. Let me end this, and then we can discuss dinner. All please. right, we'll talk to y'all next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.